Welcome to the Relentless Growth Podcast, where business owners and personal growth junkies find powerful conversations, great questions, and coaching that will change your life. My name is Chris Goodman, and as a life and business coach with more than 15,000 hours of experience coaching and training business owners, I've learned a thing or two about growth. This podcast will open you up to new ideas and actions to help you live a happier life, build a greater business, truly become your best, and lead others in their pursuit of relentless growth. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. This is your host, Chris Goodman. And today, I'm going to do my best to keep this brief because I'm losing my voice. I know you might be able to tell it sounds a little weak right now. I've been coaching for about 12 hours today so far. Now, that is not a normal day for me. We are in the middle of the holidays, though, and that means traveling to see family, you know, working to get everything done last minute before we take breaks for things like Thanksgiving and Christmas, seeing friends who are moving away, all kinds of great things going on. Oh, and this little thing called having a baby in like three months. <laughs> so there's a lot going on and it's all really, truly great stuff. Please don't take this as me complaining. I will happily lose my voice doing what I love rather than have my voice doing something I hate doing. So today, what I really want to talk to you about, there's two things I want to cover with you today. Number one, after the last episode, I got some inquiries on what it looks like to coach with Goodman Coaching. What are the options? What does that look like? How does it work? Those kinds of questions were coming in. So I thought I would take a minute to refresh your memory on what that looks like. And if you've never heard our options, this will be the perfect place to start. After that, I'm going to talk with you about the discomfort of honoring your standards. This has come up so many times in my coaching today specifically that I thought, you know, I'm going to bail on the plan I had for this episode and I'm going to record something about it because so many people are struggling with it. So let's go in order here. Number one, offers. What does it look like to coach with Goodman Coaching? Great question, person who didn't actually ask. Uh, <laughs> it's the end of the day. I'm getting delusional. I'm sorry. Anyway, there are three ways that you can work with Goodman Coaching. The first one and most affordable option is what we call breakthrough coaching. This is where you work one-on-one -on -one with one of the two coaches that I have hand-selected out of any coaches or any people I could bring on to my team. I picked these two for very specific reasons, Audrey and Renee. And Audrey and Renee, if you're listening, thank you for all your great work that you're doing with our clients. What this looks like is essentially one-on-one -on -one coaching three to four times per month and Audrey and Renee will get into your head and extract the genius out of you and tell you exactly what you need to do to get great results. I'm teasing. <laughs> kind of. Actually, it's not really that far off from what happens. Essentially, this looks like you bring anything you need to the table, the coaching conversation, life questions, business questions, purpose, career, relationships, all kinds of things. We let you go where you need to. There's no set curriculum or set topic for the session. You bring that to the table and we help you navigate the choices, the thoughts, the feelings, the action you need to take, all of it. And you leave every session with a very clear set of one to three steps you need to take to make major progress in your life and business that week. That one-on-one -on -one coaching runs for six months with either Audrey or Renee. And we match you based on a lot of things, your goals, your communication style, your disc, your behavioral assessment, 
your background even goes into that, into factoring which coach is going to be best to support you in that one-on-one container. So we do all of that work for you. All you need to do is go to goodmancoachinginc.com. That's inc.com and fill out the work with me button. Once you do that, we'll set up a call where we can talk about those goals, talk about what you want to get out of coaching and pair you with the perfect coach for you. So like I said, that's called our breakthrough coaching program. The second option we have, we just rolled this out. It's called group coaching. I know it's a really insanely unique title. (laughs) It's technically called the 24 hours to freedom group coaching program. This is a program that I designed for business owners. This is for people who are specifically in the position of, I own the business or I'm the CEO of the business. I'm in control of the business, in other words, and we're making money already. We've taken dollars for the product or service that we offer. The reason that it's limited to business owners is because this particular group, they have a particular set of issues that they need to work through. Now, don't get me wrong. Everybody's got life stuff that they bring to the table, whether they own a business or not. This particular group coaching container is for up to 10, I'll say, business owners who are ready to exponentially grow their life and business in less than 24 hours of coaching. So you can get the theme that the group runs for less than 24 hours or right at 24 hours. So this is one of my favorite containers because of the way it works, which is obviously different than one-on-one. This is where you get to meet other business owners going through the exact same things you're going through, the struggles, the stress, the tension, the drama in between deadlines, all of it, and get to hear from their perspective, their experience, and their coaching as well, because you're going to learn while I coach them how to navigate through that and how to come out on the other side happier, more successful, more time. I am thrilled to tell you that three out of the five inaugural members of the group coaching program had their best month ever just after the third session. That's crazy, y'all. Three sessions in and they're having their best month ever. So I don't want to overblow this though because the magic of the group container is not just me coaching them. It's the dynamic of the group helping each other out, networking, offering resources to each other, offering help or support or advice when they need it. It's really a great way for, especially for sociable people, to expand your growth in a fun way. So that's, it's pretty clear based on the description, whether you're interested in that or not. So that's called group coaching. And then, of course, I still have one-on-one coaching with me. I am one of the few coaches I know who still holds on to their one-on-one coaching practice. I have not scaled out of this. I love it. In some capacity, I think I will do this forever because I love it that much. So this looks like working with me one-on-one, either six or 12 months, weekly phone calls for 45 to 60 minutes. In very rare circumstances, I will do it every other week. And that's usually for past clients who I know who are good. This is intense. Obviously, this is the most valuable thing I can offer you because it's all 15,000 hours of my experience in every single conversation customized to you, your particular goals and needs in that exact moment. So we could call this bespoke coaching or fully tailored coaching, whatever it means. It means that you're getting the best attention from, in my opinion, one of the best coaches on earth. (laughs) So, and if you don't know me, I'm joking. I do think I'm a great coach, but I'm not that braggadocious. Anyway, you all get the point. So how do you figure this out? How do I know which one is right for me? Go to goodmancoachinginc.com, fill out the link, and let's see 
what the best fit for you is, and we'll place you with the perfect coach or the perfect spot in my one-on-one roster. All right, now let's get down to business. Today, we're talking about the discomfort of honoring your own standards. Here's why this came up. I guess two reasons. One of my coaches pushed me to be a little more vulnerable, a little more human on my podcast. They're like, it's great. And you have great interviews, but we're not hearing a whole lot about what's going on with you behind the scenes or how you're navigating it. So I'll I'll tell you a quick story to peel the curtain back a little bit, because coaches like me have to deal with the drama in our heads, just like anybody else. We don't graduate out of it. We don't escape it. We don't reach enlightenment and dissolve all of those fears and negative thoughts. It's a constant, I don't want to say battle, but it's at least, it's a constant practice. How about that? Here's what I've noticed about standards lately, that every single day, we're all going to be tempted to break our standards or at least bend them. And I've found through years of coaching that the people who are at least willing to look at why they would bend or break those standards before they take action tend to be more successful. Because it's not that they won't break a standard. You know, it's not that they won't miss a birthday party because they had something scheduled before that. They'll move things around when it's really necessary. However, they'll look at why they're doing it before they break the standard. And that's my whole point about being uncomfortable with this very quick sometimes assessment of should I break the standard or should I hold it? So today I had this happen in an unexpected way. I had a client call. We knew we were going to talk about renewal today. She's been with me for half a year already. And I respect this client so much. And we started talking about renewing and do the same thing we always do, which is talk about the terms, essentially the standards for the renewal, what that means, what that doesn't mean. And for anybody who's never done one-on-one coaching, as the coach moves forward in time, prices tend to go up because our availability goes down. So it's a simple supply and demand issue. And over time, as you become more and more valuable, the price goes higher. So in this instance, the cost of the package went up about $10,000. And we were talking about it and the client was in on renewal. And I said, okay, that's great because those are the standards. And I know that meets your goals as well. And so we, we ended the call with a an agreement to renew. Later on, I get a message that that person is a little concerned about it and needs some time to think about it. Now, there's two things that go through my mind. The first one is, oh shit, I wish that we were talking and not texting about this (laughs) because I don't think I've ever actually solved that many problems through text. And secondly, I don't like watching somebody suffer or be in discomfort because of something that I could help them resolve very quickly. It's like watching somebody drown almost. And it's very uncomfortable at times for me to watch. So I'm tempted in that moment to lower my standard and say, okay, well, we can do it at this price instead. Or I'm tempted to say something like, well, let's get on the phone right now and fix this. Or I'm tempted to do something like, I'll extend the package, you know, X number of calls, would that do? In other words, all different ways that flash through my mind of how I could bend this standard instead of endure the discomfort of holding my standard. So let me be clear for anybody who's never been in a one-on-one coaching situation like this. The reason that I'm holding the standard actually has nothing to do with the money. It has everything to do with holding that client to their growth and saying, you've got this. 
I trust you more than you trust yourself right now. And the really fascinating thing about it was this is exactly how this client got into coaching in the first place. So those old fears were coming back up, whereas before, when they first signed on, it was great. They said, I'm in for everything. I just need a week to think about it. That week turned into six weeks. And I'm compassionate. I totally understand. I get it. It's not a big deal. She came back and addressed those fears, signed on to coaching as having her best year ever exponentially. I am so impressed with this client's growth, all of my clients' growth, honestly. This one in particular has worked her ass off to get to where she is right now. So it's fascinating to me that her brain fires off the same fears as before because it knows it worked. It knows the brain, it, the ego is what I'm talking about, not her purposely doing this. I'm saying like her reactionary, egoic response was something like, you're going to have too many expenses. You've already learned a ton. You could probably learn more on your own with your free time that you will have because you're not in coaching. You probably don't need it to get where you want. Like all of this rationalization. And just anecdotally, I heard this this weekend and love it. When you're rationalizing, you're telling yourself rational lies. And I love that because we are all so good at it sometimes. We're so damn convincing sometimes. Well, it's really uncomfortable and here's why. Enter all the rational lies. Okay, back to the point of the story. The point of the story is that I'm tempted as a coach, as a human being, to bend my standards of my current pricing and my current package options to meet someone else's lower standard. Now, to be fair, and I'm not going to name any names, obviously, to be fair, this client didn't ask me to change any of my terms. It was just me like sort of having that feeling of, you know, I want to lower the olive branch, I want to make it easy on them. So I'm in the moment feeling tempted to do that, to bend or even break my own standards. When we do that, who really loses? When we bend or we break our high standard to meet someone else's lower standard, who really loses? I will argue we both do. Because we're not showing up as our best version, our most confident version of ourselves. And the other person has just convinced someone to come down to a lower level of performance, of trust, of confidence, at least of confidence, and meet them there instead of ask them to step up and grow. So this is my way of saying, I want to encourage you to look at where you're starting to bend or break your own standards because you don't enjoy or want to endure or even navigate through the discomfort you're experiencing while you're holding that standard. Another way to say it would be whoever said all discomfort is bad, (laughs) you know, like just because I'm momentarily in some discomfort holding this, this line out for my client to step up to, who said that's bad? I think it's a tremendous way to grow. You know, think about personal trainers. They have to watch their clients physically endure pain and stress and anxiety to literally grow their muscles. They have to watch people say, I can't do this. I can't do this. And they say, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep running, keep going, keep going. So there's a million parallels or metaphors I could use here. I hope what you're taking from this is that you're looking into where you're experiencing this in your own life and business, where you're tempted to breach a standard that's very important to you with good reason where you're tempted to lower that standard or bend that standard to someone else's lower standard. Where is that showing up for you? Where in your life or business are your standards too low right now? So here are some questions 
And by the way, how this ended up is we started texting about the conversation, exactly what I'm giving to you, about how I'm concerned that this client is rationalizing her thoughts and isn't necessarily showing up with the full force of herself like she can. And I don't know how it will go. I don't know. What I do know is I will hold my standard and someone will step into it. Now that takes, a lot of people will be like, well, that sounds pretty cocky, man. I don't know. The truth is though, that's exactly what I will get. When I have a, let me put it this way. I'm all over the place. Let me slow down. (laughs) I get worked up. I get passionate about these things, right? What I'm saying is you get what you tolerate. You get what you settle for. So why would I settle or tolerate anything less than my standard? Period. Right? Okay. Now that doesn't mean I'm an immovable mountain that I'm not realistic and that sometimes have to change my standard. Yeah, I'll reserve the right to do that if it's appropriate. However, in this moment, I don't think it's appropriate to change my standard. So I want to encourage you to look in your own life and business where you need to step up your standard, where you need to endure some discomfort holding that standard for your own growth instead of tolerating anything less. So here's some questions to help you do that. Where do I consistently allow myself to break my real standard? Some clients will tell me that this is, you know, hitting the snooze button five times, that that's not how they really want to show up in the morning. Other clients will tell me they let their significant other walk all over them when they would never let anybody talk to them that way in business or something, right? Who knows? For you, I want you to ask yourself and be honest, where are you consistently allowing yourself to bend or break your standards? Answer this. Where am I tolerating something that I know the best version of me would never tolerate that? Is there anything? Are you doing a great job and there's nothing there? Not sure. I want you to answer this on your own. Next, what must I do to change it? It's one thing to have awareness and clarity around what standard is being breached. The next is to do something about it, right? So what must you do to change it? If that one isn't clear to you, or it starts to bring up a lot of drama in your mind, do it this way. Ask, now, who must I be to hold my standards moving forward? Who must I become? You've heard me ask dozens of guests on the show, who did you have to become to pull this off or get these results or have the confidence to say this or do that or to begin this business or whatever? Who do you have to be to hold that standard moving forward? Next, what's the first step to that? Get really clear. You don't need all the steps, just the first one. What would the first step be? Then, what's the second step? Sometimes people will tell me the first step is to make a plan. (laughs) And I laugh because it's like, we're going to plan to plan so that we can execute the plan. (laughs) Like, just get to the point. What's the first step? What's the action you're going to take? So if you came up with make a plan, what's the second step? The second step is actually the most important one there. All right. Lastly, who do I need to hold me accountable to the first two steps? Y'all, look, every single great in history, whether they were an athlete or an author or honestly anything, all the greats had someone in their corner to believe in them, to support them, to encourage them. I will argue to coach them, right? From Tim Ferriss to Michael Phelps to Michael Jordan to Oprah Winfrey, 
Everybody's had a coach or a mentor, somebody guiding them, pushing them, helping them excel beyond the current standard they think they have. This has become more long-winded than I wanted. I apologize. This is my way of asking you to investigate those standards, where you're bending them, where you're breaking them, and get some real clarity about who you must become to outgrow those low standards, to move forward and to find somebody, a coach, a mentor, who will hold your feet to the fire and say, no, you've got greatness in you and I won't accept anything less than your greatness right now. Let's do this. If you need help, you know the three ways that you can work with us. Breakthrough coaching, group coaching, and one-on-one coaching with me personally. Go to goodmancoachinginc.com, fill out the work with me link, and let's get started. I appreciate every one of you listening to the show. And if you don't mind, please forward this, share this episode with someone who needs to hear it today or any of the other episodes that you have liked, enjoyed, or appreciated so far. If you haven't already, of course, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you don't miss any of the new ones when they roll out on Tuesdays. Thank you all so much. And I can't wait to talk with you again on Relentless Growth. Thanks for listening to this episode of Relentless Growth. If you're ready to improve your own life and business with passion, purpose, and relentless growth, go to goodmancoachinginc.com where you can learn more and sign up for coaching right now.